0: What's up, friends? I'm your host, Amanda Smith, and welcome to the Girl Gang Podcast, the show where I chat with inspiring women about business, life's challenges, and building community, because we all need it. If you need a girl gang, this podcast is for you. Guys, this is our 100th episode. Oh, My gosh, I cannot believe we have had a 100 episodes of the Girl Gang podcast. I just want to say thank you so much for being on this journey with us. Thank you for listening. Thank you for giving us feedback, telling your friends about the show, and giving us us recommendations for new guests. We are so appreciative of you. If you are new to listening to the show Welcome to the Girl Gang podcast, and feel free to start over at one and binge this because there are clearly so many episodes, um, to go back to. If you are following us on Instagram at Dallas Girl Gang, we're gonna be sharing some of our favorite episodes from the past, and then today's episode is just super special with um my friend and amazing artist and muralist and author Ali Koch, Ali K Design we're so excited. Thank you for listening. Happy 100th episode. Hey guys, before we get the episode started, I thought I would, um, share with you guys some stuff about this episode. So I had Allie Kay on the podcast and it was so much fun. I miss her. Um, and we got on and we just got to like catching up and rapping about some stuff. And so this first bit you're going to hear, it was just like us kind of shooting the shit and chatting with each other but it was too good to leave out of the episode so that's why it sounds kind of like here's this bit um enjoy our conversation we get into some really good stuff now here is my conversation with Allie K our official interview thanks for listening
1: you ready yeah
0: okay hi Allie K welcome to the girl gang
1: podcast oh Kimberly believe is my first time on here
0: I know. Let me just preface this for everybody. It's one of those things where I was like, oh, she's been on. And then I was like, oh my God.
1: Yeah. (laughs) That's
0: what it was. I was like, oh my God, no, she hasn't. (laughs) Um, But you guys know her as the queen of black and white and murals and amazing art and just being completely authentic. I'm so excited that you came on the show.
1: Same. Thanks for inviting me. You're so welcome.
0: Well, it has been a crazy year for everybody mm-hmm. and you and I just wrapped about some, some stuff, but, um, I know we have a lot of listeners that are business owners and are creatives, but also you and I are pretty big fans of making sure that like our community is served and like our life, we work towards making our life look like we want it to. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of what I want to get into today, but First of all, just tell people, like, if they're living under a rock, who you are and what you do.
1: <laughs> I don't, there could be, like, people that don't know who I am if they're not in Dallas. <laughs> I mean, there's a ton of people that for sure are in Dallas that don't know who I am either, yeah. so it makes me just even hustle that much more of, like, oh, everyone needs to know who I am. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Uh, yeah. yeah, so I... This is also literally the hardest question because I'm like, what do I list I off? Know. It's just, <laughs> I have too many things. I, I, can write, say it I paint murals, I write books. I have uh, how many books? Five books, six on the way. It's
0: crazy.
1: Yeah. Writing another one at the moment. Let's see, I have a podcast with my dad that you've been on called Breakfast mm-hmm. Assist. So, yeah. I have a high-low app that's for like mental health um, yep. just sort of not really any any a lot of people when I say that they're like oh I don't have mental issues it's more just like a reflection of like your high right. your lows of the day and when did you learn um, let's see what else do I have books podcasts murals online store you design really cool tattoos Tat- that's a really fun thing that i just wouldn't even expect to add to my resume but yes it's probably one of my favorite things because i'm like i bet dang this is murals don't last on your forever. body <laughs> yeah murals don't last forever books could maybe not last forever like that would be horrible if they banned books one day i don't think <laughs> it would. but a tattoo lasts forever until that person dies like that's just insane to think about yeah um it's my
0: goal. I've thought about it. I'm such a baby, but I want a tattoo and it's my goal. I want you to design a yes, tattoo. Yes,
1: I would love that. I want to do it so bad. I love that. Just making the room all mean. of the no I no, girl. I faint <laughs> at every such a baby yeah every shot every blood drawn I really like, pass out cold I oh I can't do blood I hate it
0: oh. I can't do the like getting my blood drawn because I'm like you are sucking so much out of my body it's supposed to stay in there no stop
1: it <laughs> it's really not and I have a low pain tolerance it's really not that bad so yeah, yeah. I was I'm like ready for more so yeah tattoos yeah I love tattoos, it tattoos I do branding logos um, yeah, all the things, anything that you can design things. or create or yeah, all of that.
0: I love it. Mm-hmm. Some of my favorite stuff that you've done is, and I know obviously it's like one of your popular things, but like knowing somebody that just does such amazing creative work and then going to be able to like see it on a wall somewhere like um by that salon on Knox Henderson what what's the store it's like Favor the Kind Favor the Kind thank you that is one of my favorite murals yeah. because i used to get my hair cut there um and i would always see it and i was like she's my friend yeah. and she's amazing it's and perfect. i know i like it's such a good one, you know, and that's, what's so cool is like, you know, a lot of people like have online businesses mm-hmm. now, and I think everybody's shifting that way. Cause we kind of have to, yeah. but being able to see things out in the flesh and physically like look at it and observe it is just really cool. It is think. really
1: fun. It's kind of like, I don't think it really sets in until my friends are like, oh my gosh, I just saw your artwork. or like, oh my gosh, I know her. <laughs> like they get giddy of like, oh my gosh, I'm friends with you. And that just makes, it makes me happy and
0: just well, it makes it like so exciting. Cause we want to be
1: so happy for each other. Right. That's the hope. Yeah. I, hope. <laughs> I, I mean, you're not my friend if you're not like, if you don't have that mentality. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs>
0: you're sponsored by Planally. This holiday season, Planoly is creating joy through helping entrepreneurs and small businesses drive sales in social media born on the belief that social marketing shouldn't be so complicated, Planoly has grown to the industry-leading social marketing platform trusted by over 5 million users, including myself, to visually plan, schedule and measure performance across Instagram and Pinterest. With its new addition, Sell It, Planoly allows businesses to turn any social media profile into a shoppable storefront with one single link. You guys, we've been users of Planoly for a long time. We use this for every one of our platforms online, and it is incredible. It just makes your life so much easier. So visit planally.com. That's P L A N O L Y.com and use the code all caps, one word, Dallas Girl Gang at checkout for a free month of Planally and sell it. Planally, simplify your social marketing. Um, well I want to kind of talk about your, your journey. So you did not start with doing black and
1: white art. No, far from it.
0: (laughs) Far from it. So like take us through, you know, from the early days to black and white, to murals, to now like you're mentoring people too, and just churning out books too. So take us through that journey.
1: So I graduated If we want to like start from like way beginning, graduated with a marketing degree, could not get a job to save my life. Like I was getting like it was just hard. But during that time of interviewing, I moved into my first apartment with my husband, started decorating our apartments with canvases, things like that, and started making stuff for friends and they loved it. But it was like what you saw at Hobby Lobby. Mm-hmm. what my friends wanted because it was their style and like pink <laughs> glitter you can't see my face it's just like <laughs> That's not with you at all I know water I was really into watercolor so it was like pink flowers my very very first huge client was Kendra Scott not very very first, yeah huge client yeah very first yes. huge client was Kendra Scott it was pink floral calligraphy oh, canvases I'm like oh, can I remake those for you? Like, oh, it was just so hilarious. But yeah.
0: But you're also like, well, this is Kendra Scott. I kind of like, I have to do what she wants. I know,
1: I know. Like my artwork now would never have been in a Kendra Scott store. Um, but, yes. So yeah, it's definitely evolved. I But everything that I made for myself, like canvas wise was black and white. So it's how I've always mm-hmm. styled my home, black, white, gray, very neutral, things like that.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So the more I started making stuff for other people ex- exactly how they wanted, I was just like, oh my gosh, I hate this. Like, they loved it. Like floored over the moon, thought it was amazing. And I just didn't like what I was making. I was like, this sucks. Like I would never buy this or I would never, I don't know, see that and be like, oh. I want that. Yeah. Which granted, if you have like an original Ali it's probably not worth anything. Um, but you can say like, oh, original LAK, but people will probably be like, you're lying because it would just not look anything like what I do now. So yeah, so it evolved. I started really hating canvases and started just doing paperwork, um, pen, ink, things like that. And then slowly just really reeling in that color and got into the wedding industry. That's where it kind of really flipped did yeah. use a little bit more muted tones, um, black and white. If I could get a black and white wedding, I was like, yes, that's that's the best. But that's also where I started to make my scene in Dallas. It's how I networked. It's how I found mm-hmm. my community of people. I realized that uh, i my client really wasn't the bride. It was the wedding industry. So that's where I yeah. put most of my eggs in that basket to get to know the florists and the photographers and the wedding mm-hmm. planners and all of that. Like, I think I might've gotten out of a year, maybe two brides that came through me without anyone. The rest of them were fully referrals. So that, well
0: in this industry, the wedding industry here is just so extensive because yeah. Dallas is so
1: big. So, big. so it's like, but that wedding it's really is tight. Like, once you're in it and you are yes. friends with them, you're set. Like that's just, yeah. you're good. You're good. So if yeah. you're outside of that wedding industry and you're struggling, that's why. It's because you're not in. You're not connected within your community. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Make those relationships.
1: Yeah. So then I got my first book deal. I was still doing weddings. Uh, I moved into my first studio. That's when I first painted my first mural at that studio. And so then I had some murals take over. So with my book, then my murals, I was like, hold on, I can write books, don't have to involve people. I can paint murals, don't have to involve people. I'm getting out of the wedding industry. Like, I love people, I need it. That's like one thing that COVID has taught me is that I have to have some type of human connection of helping others um, but brides, bride Zilla's mother of the brides, those are not my people. I can't help your them. Jam. Yeah, not my jam. I can't help them. Um, it's just my anxiety can't, couldn't take it. So started pinning murals. And then my books just kind of took off from there and then deemed me as the flower queen. So, which is fine. <laughs> it sure did. It sure did. Like anything, if I don't make anything without florals in it people just swipe on by no it has to really a hundred percent it has to have florals in it or people are just like "Who was? Eh. who are you yeah I mean maybe it's just because like which I'm is just, fine like, okay. I like painting florals or drawing them like they're easy and yeah uh, I always tell people it's like the reason why I love painting and drawing them is because nature isn't perfect so I don't have to really harp that my illustrations have to be like with faces Mm -hmm. like you have to have it perfectly symmetrical or you're screwed so yeah yeah for sure and then now like you are
0: you mentor people kind of in this space too which I think you're really passionate about I
1: really am I think that it's definitely a pivot that uh my soul has been really searching this during COVID. It's, I don't know, know exactly how it's going to look maybe next year or in two years, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I, yeah, I think that it's definitely like what I'm going to air quote retire to do. Like I know I can get yeah. eight when I'm 40, 50. So definitely mentoring and consulting is definitely where my, my passion and full joy is. Mm-hmm. So Yeah. I mean, I'm
0: sure you have carpal tunnel, don't you? Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. (laughs) I mean that's gonna only
0: get worse. It's only gonna get worse. Yeah. Yeah. Oh gosh, I can't even imagine. Um, well, and at least there's like I mean you're still using your hands, but like digital stuff Mm -hmm. like that you could do on your iPad or on your computer is probably easier and better. Yeah. But it still does like really well. Well, I love that transformation and like you I remember I don't know when this was. It was like about a year and a half ago, I guess you just like decided from now, like I'm not doing blue. If you're, if your project has blue, I, I can't, I'm not doing it. Yeah. If there's pink, like hell no. Yeah. And then like, if it's black and white, it is Allie K. Yeah.
1: I will never forget it. someone scrolled like way down <laughs> Instagram. It was, a crazy it was probably, like two years ago. And they're like, we want, something like this and I'm like where in the heck did you find this it's like pink watercolor as like because typically I'm like hold on do you not look at my Instagram like do you not tell but they just right. this like way down so I had to get rid of every single bit of color on my Instagram even though that it was so yeah. colorful at the very beginning now just people know that okay she just doesn't do color Green it. I've painted and my friends are like, oh man, are you going to start doing color now that COVID, That <laughs> like you can't say no to money now. And I'm like, oh, so there's been actually a couple, actually the past three murals that I've done have had color in it, which I think is pretty funny, but it's very, very, very nuts. Maybe,
0: you maybe you didn't like share them on social I don't.
1: And I won't. <laughs> Those are those are pay my bills murals. So there you go. Um, you have to take. It's totally fine to take jobs that you just yeah. do the money for. Like, it's Especially a as
0: Creative like that. Yeah, exactly. It's a
1: business. You got to do it. You don't. Yeah. But you don't have to feel like you have to post about it. No. Um, so exactly.
0: Well, I know. Like thinking about photographers, they do shoots for anybody that falls into their like ideal client, but. It's they don't post everything. Yeah.
1: There's so many you know that will do like client corporate jobs just because it pays great money, but they're never going to put that on their Instagram.
0: No. Cause that's not really attracting the other type of people that yeah. they want. Yeah. You know, it was probably like a referral or, you know, they just found and needed somebody, but, um, yeah, for sure. And like, I love that you were like, it's okay if you it's do that. Totally okay.
1: Like, yeah, just- yeah and a lot of people like oh i just i'm not getting my my dream clients or i'm not getting hired because you're probably showing the things that you don't want to get anyways yeah um so you don't feel like you have to show that show mock-ups of things that you want or create it for yourself that's how almost every single one of my gigs has happened murals leather jackets tattoos like i created all of those for myself first posted about it and then people yeah. are like, oh my gosh, I want that too. And so of course they're going right. to want something similar to what you just yeah. posted. And so I yeah, just, yeah. yeah, I always say like create, create for yourself first and then the right people will come along. Mm-hmm.
0: I was just talking to a client about this the other day and they were like, well, I don't, I don't have any of this specific type of stuff that like, I'm trying to now attract and I was like, well, mock-ups, mock-ups, make it up, do like, do a styled shoot, do Mm -hmm. a free something. That's how wedding, yeah,
1: the wedding is all the times, those styled shoots, those are their ideal. My big fake wedding. (laughs) Yes, yes, like, yes, you just have to do that.
0: Yeah, it's so good. Uh, Well, you know, one thing that you're huge on and that I resonate obviously with is community Mm -hmm. and, you are such a great, um, what is the word I'm looking for? I'm thinking of you as like holding a flag, like <laughs> ma- letting people <laughs> follow behind you. I don't want to know what I'm trying to say, Neither, but
1: I guess, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know, advocate. but you advocate, sure. I, I had this other word regardless for like just serving and giving freely to your community. Why is that so important? Or why has that become so important to you?
1: Oh, I, I was just grown up that way. My dad yeah. and mom have always been that way. Um, I remember all the time, because I've had sen- or Saturday breakfast with my dad since I was 13. And mm-hmm. we would just have breakfast and talk about just life. But I always remembered like, was one of my favorite things and I still do this today of like just buying a gift card and giving it to the next person that walks through the restaurant just because but never, my dad was like we don't have to post like obviously Instagram wasn't around back then but I never we never had to have the urge to like tell someone that we needed to do that and so it's just like in anything and everything that my parents could give, they did that. So they were just the prime example of a giver. I am an Enneagram too, so deep. It is so I am the giver. Like I would literally give anything and everything away just because that is my love language. I love doing that. I love making people happy and and smile and things like that. So it gets me in trouble sometimes because I'm just, I would, <laughs> seriously would just give anything. Like if you come over to my house, everyone knows they come into the Alley Clay Closet and it's like free range, whatever they want, they can grab. And it makes my friends day all, and it makes my day too. Like I just absolutely love it. They're just like, oh, just, they just get so giddy. So I don't know. I've just, it's just something that I've always grown up. To, I just don't know anything different other than giving yeah. any knowledge that I have. I the very first time I started talking about the stuff that I know on my Instagram, I had a friend, and she's like, "Why would you say that? You, you're you're giving away your secrets." Like, because it was still kind of taboo of like sharing stuff on social media back then, yeah, three four years ago. Mm-hmm. And so they're like, "Why would you do that? You just gave away all that." And I was like, "I don't know." Like I. It's because it helped me. Why can't it help someone? There's are, there are some things that I like keep aside, and will tell sure. you if you come to me in person. But I don't know. It's just second nature. Of I, why not help? It's like the littlest thing that I can do. It's free yeah. for me to do that. It doesn't cost me anything to help and improve someone else's life. It's definitely my purpose. It's what I'm doing when I'm the happiest. Is is helping someone else and building confidence in others. Yeah.
0: And you know, like, I totally get, I wish I was wired more like you. (laughs) Like, I don't know if I could open up my closet and be like, come on in, you know, (laughs) but you know, I get it. You know, it was super taboo to do that and still kind of feels like that a little bit but I think people are a little little bit more open-handed yeah now it's
1: like well I need to value value my time and so if I'm gonna now you gotta pay me and I'll help you and that's a really big challenge of mentoring is that I want to do that and I just want to like half of me is like okay like yeah it's a hundred dollars an hour and I can mentor you and I do that sometimes when people when I I'm like okay this person's probably really needs a mentorship but Mm -hmm. it's like a weird of like okay is it just a question and I can answer it real quick or can I mentor you here's some sessions and yeah how much do I give away for free Um, yeah finding that yeah it's finding that balance of I think that's why I haven't like really pulled the trigger of investing so much into mentoring because I don't know if I can trust myself of (laughs) just like hold on I need to like Make money off of it. um I also hate being salesy. I hate it. Though. I know. You're everybody that. Does. You're really great at that. Like you're. Oh, that's love nice. Like selling <laughs> your stuff, but not feeling like you're overpowering. I don't know. It's a. It's a true talent. But
0: oh my gosh, that's so nice of you.
1: Well, and that's the thing is, I think that
0: everybody struggles with that. I mean, that, that's why I like literally made a course on it. Yeah was like, here's, I know the struggle because also, I don't know if you know this, I was in direct sales Mm -hmm. for like four years and I did a lot of cringy stuff. Yeah.
1: You built that skin, that that thick skin,
0: that really thick resiliency. And I realized this is not how you do it. Yeah. And it's okay if you like pick yourself back up and learn the best way to do it and move on. Yeah. But But I'm, I am, you know, I will. Answer people's questions in my DMs. But if they yeah, are, the like, if it's like, you know, question after question after question, then it's like, okay, then yeah, then it's like, hey, in I want to support you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to support you. And it really seems like you need consistent support. Mm-hmm. I'm here for you. I want to be that mentor to you, but this is how I work. Yeah. And I want to respect your time and my time. And it's hard to set those boundaries because when you are such a giver like you, mm-hmm it's like, well, I can just do it. But yeah, it's, I think it's hard for a lot of people too. So this is probably super relatable.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. I have so many friends that battle of like, they just get so annoyed when people ask or they just ignore it or they get angry. Like, how dare you? Why are you asking me? It's, it's different. Everyone is different. So COVID has taught me that so much of everyone's different personalities and how they take things differently so yeah I know I was watching Emily in Paris have you watched it no but I
0: apparently really need to (laughs) You
1: actually really need to I thought it was gonna be like one of like stupid cheesy things but I finished (laughs) it and one night it was so good but one of the quotes in there one of the guys was talking to the main character and he's um from Paris and of course she's American and he's like Americans just have it all wrong like y'all um, I'm going to butcher this. Hold on. My dyslexia is kicking in. Y'all work to live and we live to work or no live to. No, is opposite. The, the, the opposite, opposite but yeah. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. Like we work enough just to live, but then Americans like, that's all we want to do is work. And I'm just like, yeah. Oh that's so true. Like I just need to do a much better job at like living a little bit more.
0: Yeah. I think about that all the time. Like we, I mean, we have to work to make money Yeah. to live. Yeah. That's just like a basis of life that just inherently kind of sucks. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know. But how can we create, you know, all those things. How can
1: we be good enough to just work and make enough money to live off of that, and then just do that. Like, yeah. it's hard and be happy they with can't. and be happy with it. Yes, like mm-hmm. I got so caught up in like valuing my success off of productivity, which is such no. an easy rabbit hole to go down. And I was like, this sucks. I'm not working, maybe I need to get another job. And then I talked to one of like my board members and he's like, Hold on, open up your quit books. And so we opened it up, which I never look at because I hate looking at finances. And he's like looking at it, he's like, Ellie, like why are you freaking out? You're literally making just as much money as you did last year. And you're literally not doing anything. like you have the life. Like, why are you complaining about this? I was like, Oh gosh, what am I doing? There's point.
0: <laughs> well, and it doesn't oh, sound like you there, but you're, cause I, but I think you're right. Like, especially living here, that's why I'm excited to move out to kind of nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's so the hustle and the bustle and like a lot of friends that you and I have who that's, Fine. Yeah. But I I mean, I remember 2019 we did 40 in-person events. That's crazy. That's more than three a week. That's crazy. And I was teaching.
1: Insane. So are you gonna do that much? No, no, no.
0: No. And and my goal for this year anyway was to do way less events, but make them bigger, Mm. higher ticket, more value and move on but obviously that's not working that didn't happen but um anyway yeah and I I love those people and I I honestly like as like a my extroverted Enneagram 7 type person is like I thrive off of that sometimes but the older I get I just realize like I have to have time off and time alone and it's just like really wild but
1: no yeah you are doing amazing it's smoke and mirrors everyone's like oh my gosh you're so busy I'm like y'all no I really am not like yeah it's just it's all smoke and mirrors Instagram is, and that's another thing Instagram just like yeah. doesn't bring me any joy anymore so it's like well that sucks mm-hmm. because do I have a business if I don't have Instagram I don't know but yeah weird. like I think you'll
0: you'll find some like time. I was thinking about this the other day. I was like setting goals for next year as I leave my job and things like that. And I was like, I want to get to a point where I can take Fridays off. I can like, I've been a musician my whole life. I teach music. That's my degree.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I, before I even was going to like be, go down the path of being a teacher, I was going to like write music and lead worship places. And like, i kind of in my head was like, I want to be the next like Carrie Job or whatever that I have not picked up my guitar and I cannot tell you how long I used to write music all the time. I probably, and that's the thing is like, you know, I think about, um, I want to get to a point where I can go like back to those like hobbies Mm -hmm. and things that like I, that bring me joy for no reason. Yeah just do them yeah you know and then i think your brain gets a little reset and after some time you kind of find your you know yeah. that's what i want
1: i love so that. yeah finding the joy yeah i know it's just so uh, gives me anxiety the minute i open it i'm like why am i doing this to myself it's like self I know. like um i hate it so yeah we we
0: i do it too have you, you probably do this like I do. I close Instagram and then like 10 seconds later I
1: open it. I know, like I get off of it. This? I'm like, oh, I need to get off of this. And then I'm like, oh, and then I'm like, why the heck, what am I doing? It's just like yeah. embedded in us of like- It is. It's like-, it's like smoking, like people just like have to have- Like that. an addiction. Yes, it is 110% an addiction. And I like absolutely hate that addiction, but I also need the addiction. well it's our business
0: yeah yeah so another big thing that you've done and i just like i just admire you so much because you've done all of this i feel like in a very authentic way like you are Allie, and you are going to do blank 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 and like there's no fuss about it and so but you've also landed these like massive clients and massive partnerships for example You just finished up with the container store Mm -hmm. you know getting on that scissor lift and like painting their windows how have you built those partnerships in your business seemingly so effortlessly
1: and people probably will hate me for this and like (laughs) what the heck um and this goes back to like, now I remember what I was going to say, of like how there's a right way to be salesy and a wrong way. And kind of like, what's that magic? If people could write a book and be like, this is exactly the playbook that you have to do in order to get all these things, like that would be gold. There's serious. It's different for every single person. Mm -hmm. I, like need to knock on wood but i have never ever ever sent out a sales email for a partnership. for a partnership like every single partnership that i have gotten has come to my inbox either inbox inbox, (laughs) either from friends that have referred me or they have followed me on Instagram or they Googled me and it just has popped up. Like I don't, half of me for the longest time has been like, this is luck. When is my luck going to run out? I just don't understand. This is crazy. But another, like when you really reflect on it, it's just brands love like that authenticity They want to know that person. They want to be friends with that brand. They want to know that that brand is going to help and encourage other people. Like, those are the things that people look for. Like,
0: think of it as, like, what
1: would a friend look for in another friend? That's what a brand is looking Mm -hmm. for in another brand. They want the brands to align so if someone's like, oh, I want those like really big brands to notice me, well, they got to notice you, they got to see you, they got to see, and there are some artists that just have really, really cool, unique styles. And so a brand's going to want that, but they're yeah. the 1% of just those unicorn businesses that they can hermit. You never know what they look like, like a Banksy <laughs> almost, but not really. <laughs> So that's, but that's very, very rare. Like a brand wants to know the person, wants to be able to connect with them. Um,
0: Well, when you've said that, you're like, I don't understand why are they just coming to me that I would say, well, look at how you are showing up and how you're positioning yourself. It's all just been like. One like none of it has been manufactured. Yeah, that's just not you at all. And I think there's a huge culture, online business, or creative business thing going on that even I fall like susceptible to, in that you have to manufacture a certain persona or (laughs) perception or like level of where you are in this whatever hierarchy we're like trying to create or think of. And it really doesn't translate if that's not who you really are, Yeah, you know? And so that's, I mean, that's amazing.
1: Yeah, so like container store, they're like, how did you get that? That's so crazy. Well, one container store is here local in Dallas. I don't think people know that Um, Mm -hmm. because it's such a corporate But that, I had that in my favor. So, um, the person there that hired me, she followed me, her, on her personal accounts. Yeah. On. That happens a lot too. Happens. So fossil. All the time. Fossil, Instagram, um, Lululemon, like literally every single big brand container store. It was some person that worked there, followed me from their personal account and they were just the container store girl, she was like, I just have to be friends with you. Like, I just love you to death. Like we have got to do something. And then of course she works in container store. She's like, we we just, we we just have to do something. And so she worked her tail off to get me into the container store because she just connected with me so much. And she was like, I just have to be your friend. Like, you're just, you're so awesome. So that's amazing. Yeah, it's, it happens. It's same it. With, like Fossil, they're a mural, mm-hmm. whatever. They wanted to do a mural and this girl's like, oh my gosh, you have to check out this muralist. She's amazing. So, yeah. Where
0: to- a lot of times it comes from those people like in the companies working for like the marketing mm-hmm. department or the advertising mm-hmm. or whatever.
1: That There's so many people are that just- are trying to reach just the container store Instagram. And really like it's, a, it's the people that work for yeah. Them, so
0: I mean there might be like a social media manager who like manages that account.
1: Yeah, but do you know how that... many people like exactly. in contact send that account, messages. send them messages all the time? Yeah. Yeah. I have yeah. yeah. I think I've only done it to a couple of times. Like I wanted band-aids like so contacted band-aid and they're like, maybe, I don't know, and it just never works out because yeah. every time I contact them, it never works out. So I'm like, it's not meant to be like trying to think of what other brand that well like Kendra Scott they
0: found
1: you I'm sure yeah well it was because my friend worked at the new Kendra Scott store that was opening up here in Dallas and she's Mm -hmm. like and so I made her a gift for her for them to put in the back office of Kendra Scott Kendra Scott then went to the opening of that store saw my art piece but like oh my gosh this is so cute I made a connection with her at the store and showed her the art piece personally like hey like this was what I made like thank you so much for inspiring me like I just wanted to gift this to y'all for your store she pulled her assistant over and was like please get this girl's contact information I want this in all the stores like literally right then and there because I made a connection
0: like, with her I'm gonna go pee my pants real
1: quick <laughs> I, it was insane it was insane um, and so yeah, like, and you just have to make a connection. I got my very first really, really large mural with reward style. That's a huge, if you're a blogger, you know exactly who that is, but the oh. again, in Dallas space. And I bought, like, I got that because I bought a necklace from a girl who worked there and connected with her. And then came time for they for them to do a campaign and they're like oh i just met this girl she paints murals and then it's just it the real magic happens outside of instagram i tell people that all the time yes. you just have to make that connection and and people will not care unless they know that you care so because i went up to Kendra scott and had a conversation and told her story made it personable same with reward style um same with container store like I interacted with that girl I had no idea who she was her Instagram handle was like she in Dallas or something so crazy I just thought she was just a normal person but come to find out she worked with container stores so Mm
0: -hmm.
1: you just never know people that you're gonna meet what they do who they it's all about who you know who they know yeah Mm
0: -hmm. how do you think I know this is gonna be a question some people are gonna be thinking how do you think we can best do that Right now in COVID times, because we can't get out and like
1: handshake go to networking. Yeah.
0: yeah, give someone a handshake or hug them, you know. So, like, I don't know, what do you think are your best, best tips and tricks? I hate that. But like your no. ideas.
1: again, just like being authentic to and we were talking about this before of how just Instagram and social media has kind of just been a little soul-sucking lately and so it's really interesting like I kind of fear I'm like oh my gosh people tell me all the time that I show up so well on Instagram and they love seeing me but I really have pulled back a lot I don't know if people have been noticing or or whatnot but I just don't share as much as I used to um, just because it's just been really just not not enjoyable um So it's interesting to see like how my business will be affected by that. And then just trying to find that joy again and how that looks. But before COVID and all, all of these whatever feelings 2020 has brought, it really was just, I showed up, I was talking to Instagram, like they were my best friend and would show them what I would show my best friend. And, all, you have to connect with those people that you see connecting with you. Like they're connecting with you for a reason. Like they want to be a part of, they want to be a part of your world. Granted, it's, it's can be draining. I was talking to another yeah. friend of like, like I didn't get into the entertainment business. Like I don't <laughs> want to have to entertain Instagram. Um, so it's that weird balance of like, hold on. I'm doing this, but I don't want to be entertaining you versus I'm doing this just because I want to do this. Cause I want to do it. Yeah. So, yeah,
0: it's definitely hard. I mean, you're right. Once March hit and we all got sent home yeah. <laughs> for a long time, we were constantly on our phones. Oh,
1: constantly. And that's when I really felt it. That's when I was like, all these people are like where are you what are you doing what are you coming out with next like what's next what's next what's next i'm like hold on people like i am not here to entertain you exactly i am yeah. just a person that wants to live a little um and yeah, yeah it's just been like draining some people can yeah. drain and some people can can pour and so it's just finding those people Uh, Mm -hmm. on Instagram and surrounding yourself with those people that like pour Mm -hmm. back into you and really like I only feel being poured into outside of Instagram with finding those friends that were pouring into me and then taking Mm -hmm. them off of Instagram and connecting with them there so yeah
0: and I think we can start to safely do that now with like COVID I don't yeah but it takes like
1: Marco Polo then FaceTime or text them and Go to dinner if you're comfortable with that. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. there, there's ways. I think um, I'm starting to get the annoyance of COVID excuses. I'm like, okay, there's ways. Like, we can't make COVID excuse anymore. Um, yeah. And everyone's different. Everyone's anxiety is different. And I totally get that. But if you're going to make, like, oh, we can't do this because of COVID, you're you're in for it like I don't know good luck yeah good luck yeah I know
0: um well and there's like gotta get a creative yeah you gotta get
1: creative
0: sure go to a park and everybody bring a lawn chair and just if you really want to like spread out and see another physical human in
1: three it can be any like if you don't feel like you want to to like gift giving is my love language. So mm-hmm. at the be- like middle of COVID, I sent out all of my kind of close friends. I'm like, Hey, I'm thinking about you and sent them gifts or send them like $5 Venmo's and be like, Hey, thinking about you. Like I do that all the time. And mm-hmm. like, those are little bits of ways that you can like I say this all the time, like it's that top of my mind mentality, like what can yes. you do that you can stay top of mind? That's the same with like Instagram, like dial it back, but still, still be there, still show up. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah,
0: that's good. Yeah. You are. I remember you talking about being top of mind, um, at our conference last year and at the pop-up event, like before the, the conference, and it was just like, I that like rings in my head a lot mm-hmm. because not in a way that's like, oh, I have to be the best and Ooh, I have to like be the shiniest or whatever. No, but, no, no, that's but doing top of mind wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> but because you know, you want to do it in the most authentic way, like sending a gift, or if you're you know, not like that, maybe like giving them a phone call or. I don't know. You got
1: to connect with them. I'm, this is like the secret sauce that I tell all my mentors. And so people that are listening, get it for free. Um, but literally the secret sauce you peen top of mind is you have to connect with them on their level. So I'm an Mm -hmm. artist. I cannot connect with people that are either going to buy my art. Um, with doing other art things because they cannot connect it's not something that's in their daily life so i what can i do to connect with them that is that just shows that i'm a normal person i go to chick-fil-a all the time i wear black all the time i have crazy hair like those are like little weird things and quirks that maybe they can connect with maybe they love chick-fil-a too or maybe they love sweet tea as well or just little things that they can connect to you outside of Like on a human level, not on a oh I'm a I'm a mentor or I'm a business coach or I your brand. Yeah. I do this as a brand top of mind. It's what can you be top of mind of as a person? And they're going to connect with that a lot better.
0: Yeah. You really have to infuse your personality. Cause I mean, Mm -hmm. that's the one thing too I talk to my clients about when it comes to being like salesy or things like that. If you're just talking about you have your product better. and your brand, mm-hmm. you have to get out of that. Like it is white noise, mm-hmm. especially up against everything else we're consuming,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, ten times more now than it was eight months ago, six months, whatever long it's been. I don't know. But yeah, that's that's so good. Yeah. Um well that's a
1: hard balance what? of like how much of your life do you show? That's another thing of like Yeah. I don't know. Mm-hmm.
0: It's, it's, I think about it like this. It's almost like, think before you speak, you know, we learned that oh, yeah. as kids, but it's like, I think about, is this going to be beneficial to the people who are watching me or do I just want to put it on there to like, try to be funny mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. try to get attention or something or, you know, why am I doing this? Yeah, yeah. I have, I have to stop myself and think about it before i just show whatever
1: yeah it's a hard balance it's definitely a science to it um, covid's definitely i thought i had it down pat and then covid just kind of like flipped it around and spun it a million times so mm-hmm. i'll get i'll get back in my groove it's just yeah. it's just taking a, a detox a little bit refresh yeah everybody needs some well, what is going on now?
0: Like, what can people look out for? Or like, just tell us like what you have available that people can just go connect with.
1: Oh, it's a, it's a lot, but it's actually like not a lot. Obviously people can go buy my books. Those are probably the easiest ways to feel like they're sitting in the same room with me. I, I love that comment. Um, I think that's mm-hmm. one of the biggest goals when writing books is that they're like, oh, I just felt like you're right there with me. So I love that. Um, people can, I hopefully, hopefully, trying to like figure out the best program or or outcome or scenario of, I wanna definitely lean more into mentoring and offering that to more people. So that will definitely be a next year thing, how that looks like. I. Don't know yet, but working mm-hmm. on it. So hopefully to connect with more people that way. And then obviously the podcast—it's been going like hit or miss. COVID is just a lot harder to podcast with of like getting yeah. guests and. When you guys do it at Chick Fil A, yeah. So that's <laughs> low So we have to do it at the mall now. And um, my dad's been going back to school, so he's doing like the fast track. So he's been working overtime on that on the weekends and all these things and so yeah i'm working on a really big project it's not necessarily with Ali k it's outside of Ali k um but working on that it's been taking up so much of my time i can't tell anyone anything about it yet (laughs) contracts aren't signed yet but hopefully november i can share about it um which is fun a fun just kind of more personal project that i've been really wanting to do Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably another reason why I've just been so distant and because literally it's just been taking up every mental space yeah but yeah um won't tease that anymore because they're like what is it? <laughs> what um, is it? but yeah just like little claps like I have a booker line coming out in March and <laughs> I am so
0: excited about that <laughs> I
1: am so it's I'm gonna start I don't know how to sew so December I'm gonna take like a a quilting class, sewing class. So I'm excited to try something new with that. That's um, cool. I might start that sooner. I was like, what well, can I get gifts for people? I'm just gonna yeah. make everything. um yeah. Or if I can find like a small business, buy stuff from them. But
0: mm-hmm.
1: that's awesome. <sighs> yeah, I love it. So well, I'm trying to lean is... more into personal projects this year, and then maybe next year. Yeah. Connect yeah, absolutely more some more stuff, but. I love it. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Allie, I love you. And it was so good to see you. Same. And it was so much fun to chat. You guys go follow her on Instagram at Ali design and we'll do that tattoo one day. Yes. Yes. I want to so bad. Um, well, thanks for being on the podcast and we will see you guys next time.
1: See you soon.